Yo, before we get into this podcast, I want to ask for a huge favor from you. And that is if you have or you are getting value from this podcast, if you were to leave us a review or subscribe, it would mean the world. And quite frankly, selfishly, it's because I want to, we want to continue sharing these conversations, this medicine with the world. And when you leave a review, when you subscribe, it's a vote. And we would love to have your vote. Nonetheless, thank you so much and enjoy. It's time to let that shit go. You know the shit that you've been holding on to that is no longer serving you? People, places, things, etc. That shit. That's what we're going to be talking about in this conversation. And more specifically, we're going to be talking about, one, the dangers of falling in love with potential. Two, why our unhealthy attachments are disrupting our ability to manifest, bring forth, create, bring new inspiring shit into our lives. And three, how to know when to lean in, stick around, invest more, and to know when it's time to let go. Sometimes we have to let go to let grow, and this is not necessarily the easiest conversations to have with ourselves because it requires us to truly take an audit of our decisions. We have to look ourselves in the mirror and say, hey, is this person, is this place, or is this thing serving me and my highest potential? And when we make the commitment to doing that, we make space for really incredible things to enter our lives. I hope you enjoy, and we'll see you on the other side. Big love. Letting go of shit that no longer serves us. This is going to be a juicy one. How do we know when it's time to let go? To let go of a person, place, or thing, a set of circumstances, an environment, or a vice? Something that we've been holding on to that we know deep down is not serving our highest expression. How do we know when it's time to let go? And also, how do we give ourselves the permission to let go when it is that time? This conversation is going to be particularly important for the people like myself whom struggle with setting boundaries, whom even if we have developed the discernment and know that this person, place, or thing is no longer serving me, that there's a part of me that is still attached and holding on. My intention is that this podcast will, from my own experience, share some insights on how we can know when it's time to lean in and to say, actually, you know what? This is a time for me to stick around versus when it's time to lean out or set another way to walk away and know that this thing, person, place, or thing is no longer serving us. Maybe at least in this point in time, could change at another point in time, but at least right now, it's not. And before we get into all of that, bearing in mind the quote that I love very dearly from Bruce Lee that says, absorb what is useful, discard what is not, add what is uniquely your own. 
I'm going to share thoughts, opinions, and beliefs about my experience around knowing when to let go and the greatest guide that we ever have had and will have is our own inner guidance, our own inner intuition, our own higher power. So take any of this with a grain of salt, compare it against your experience and let it be something that guides you towards the highest expression of your truth, love, expression, everything that matters to you. Call to mind, my ask here is call to mind a person, place, or a thing, something in your life that maybe has been draining you for some time and you've been maybe wondering if it was time to let go, to move on. We all have something, at least my belief is that most of us have something. If you don't, then maybe this podcast isn't for you, (laughs) but call something to mind that you've been, again, person, place, or thing that you've been considering letting go of and letting everything that I say be filtered through that thing person, place, or thing that you are wanting some clarity on. Because maybe by the end of this conversation, you recognize, you know what, actually, I want to stick around. Or maybe you say, it's time to let that shit go. Call that to mind. And I'm going to give you a little example of a story of how this has shown up in my life. The beautiful thing about this conversation is that it can apply vastly to a number of conversations, as I mentioned, anything from a relationship to a particular location that I'm in to a vice like drugs and alcohol, whatever I know is hindering me from the next version of myself. It's like 2.0. We get like an update on your phone, but like a good update. Not like those shitty updates that make everything work slower or not as good. Not the shitty updates, like the good updates, the ones that actually help us to evolve and grow and expand. That's it. For me, this showed up recently with uh, my vehicle car that I've been driving. I got a car back in like 2016 is an 03 Honda Accord, little coupe. This car, since I've had it, has not really been a fit for me. Thinking of in terms of like clothing, as I say that I'm like pulling on my t-shirt because this is a t-shirt that I really enjoy. It fits me really well. It fits my expression of who I want to, you know, be, if you will, or express myself as in, in this world. It fits well. But this car, for me, hasn't really been a true expression ever since I've had it. I've always wanted a bigger car, something more of like a mid-sized SUV, something that was more for traveling, adventures, and I was in this car. Now, on one hand, I've been incredibly grateful for this car because it has allowed me to get from point A to point B, and for the most part, doing you know pretty decent, pretty decent job of doing it. However, for a number of reasons, I have been ready to let go of this car and have been holding on to it. It's 2023, not the point of this conversation. And at least for the past three years, I have been grudgingly, begrudgingly been holding on to this car, knowing that I wanted something different. I had all the reasons and excuses of why I should have kept it. Even though I was spending almost every single drive in that car frustrated. For the past three years, I haven't had AC. Living in Florida, it's hot. It's hot as, well, that would have been inappropriate to say, but it's hot. It's steamy. It gets real stinky up in here. I've been sweating through it. I have a leak in the car. Anytime it rains, I got kind of flooding down onto me. The interior of the car has been ripping down all around. The shifter, the button shifter on my vehicle has not been going. So I literally have to struggle to get it into drive. Stereo has gone out, which for me, I am more prepared to go through a hot summer with no AC than I am to go without music. For anyone who can relate to that, music is medicine for me. Love that shit. So... In addition to that, batteries going out, 
actuators starting to go out. All these different things are going out. People are like, well, dude, why don't you just invest a little bit of money into getting the car to be in a better place? Just fix the AC. You keep saying you're going to wait until you have another car, you get another car, but like, why don't you just put a little bit into it? And my response, my automatic response was always, I don't want to invest in this car. I just want to ride it long enough for me to get into the next vehicle that I wanted. And I kept saying that. And I had this idea for this really, really dope vehicle that I wanted. It was a like a newer, oh, what is it called? RAV4 hybrid. I had all these different ideas and these plans. I was visualizing. I was sitting with it. I was doing breath work. I was putting energy into this thing that I wanted to bring forward into my life. And I was still holding onto this car. I had a very transformational breathwork experience where I moved a lot of stuck energy in my body, somatically purged, kind of like thinking like digesting like food. I had digested a bunch of unprocessed feelings and emotions in my body. And on the other side of that, oddly came this epiphany that I was really over having my, having the vehicle that I've had this 03 Honda Accord. And then I was ready for something new. I shit you not. Within a week, I randomly wake up to a note on the counter of the house that I live in saying, hey, I found this on your car. Give this a look. And it was a handwritten letter from some stranger saying, hey, it looks like this vehicle has been sitting for a while. Are you open to selling it? Here's my number. What the fuck? Where does that come from? I've never, ever, ever, ever had somebody throw a proposal on this car and all the time that I've had it. And all of a sudden, right when the energe- the energetically I'm purging and clearing and cleansing, almost out of nowhere, this comes about. The irony was, is although I had received this note, I hadn't quite yet fully gotten to the place where I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm ready to get rid of this car. I just kind of had that epiphany that I wanted to. So I started going to the process of reaching out to this guy. Hey, you know, do you want the car? Long story short, he ghosted me. And although he ghosted me, interesting thing happened. Something flipped in my brain where I realized that I was no longer going to tolerate having this vehicle. I don't know what the fuck that means for me. I know I want to get a vehicle and I know it's going to take me X number of dollars to save because I would prefer to pay for things in cash just from based off of the financial advice that I've received. What am I going to do? Almost like there was a little bit of magic. Family friend of mine comes out of nowhere, hears about my circumstances and says, hey, I've got a vehicle that's been sitting outside of my home for about a year, year and a half. No one's driving it. No one's driving it. It's just sitting there. And I'll give it to you for free. What? You're sure to give me? It's an 05 Nissan Xterra. Brand new? No. But it checked off so many of the boxes that I was looking at in terms of like, one, I wanted to have something that was larger, more like in the direction of like a travel type vehicle. And although there was some work to be done on it, it was as if universe God spirit was like, hey, guess what? Boom, here's a miracle. And oh, by the way, this came as the result of you being willing to purge and let go of something that you've been holding on to. It's been holding, in fact, it's been holding you hostage. And you did not recognize that it's been holding you hostage. But the second that you started taking action in alignment with the goal and intention that you had, boom, here you go. Here's some magic. Here's a vehicle for free. Is it the exact vehicle I was expecting? No. But if there's anything that I've learned 
from studying the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza, it's that intent, set the energy, connect to the energy of the future and the vision that you want and live now as if it has happened. And I've been living that energy as if it has happened. And although it wasn't exactly what I expected, he also says, be ready for a miracle because when miracles arrive, if you're not, if your eyes are not open, you will miss the magic. And this was the magic. And although at first I'd missed it for a second, when he said, I'm willing to give it to you for free, I was like, you know what? This might not be what exactly I was calling forth, but sure, this seems like a good intermediary. Signs the car to me for free. I start putting work into this vehicle. And now present day, after doing some work on this car, shout out my brother, JP, for all the love you've done into helping me get this car operational and making it good and having AC and no leaks and it's got a good stereo system and all this shit that has me get into a car that I'm excited for the first time in my fucking life to be in. Not an accident. Not an accident when I start to live for and stand for, I'm going to live a fuck yes life. I'm going to drive a fuck yes vehicle. Is it going to be exactly perfect the way I imagined it all the time? Fuck no, that's not how life works. I can keep working on it and cultivating it. I'll be really fucking grateful for this moment. But the reason why I share this is not to go on about how like, oh my goodness, look at me, what I did. It's more so pointing a finger at how the moment I made a decision to let go of something that I knew, I knew, knew, knew wasn't, I wasn't serving me. It made space for something else. This is a principle of energetic dynamics that transcends linear thinking and reality. Going from cause and effect to causing an effect. This whole quantum manifestation thing that for the longest time I'd written off and was just like, eh, you know, like maybe, where's the data? But now there's data. Again, you pay attention to Dr. Joe Dispenza's work, you realize that, holy shit, we are actually the creators. This is all possible. And in order for new things to enter our space, we first have to clear our space. How can I go into my closet and expect to put in a whole brand new wardrobe, if you will, if it's full of all the shit in there that I no longer enjoy and like, and it's still the same shit I've been wearing since kindergarten or middle school or whatever the fuck. I have to be willing. We have to be willing to know when to let shit go. And if it's consistently nagging in our brain, either we need to go and do something about it to have it give us peace and light us the fuck up or it's a calling card to say, hey, it's time to take a look at this because you holding on to this might be keeping you held hostage from your highest expression, your greatest love, your greatest abundance, whether it's money, time, energy, whatever it is. This is an opportunity to see how this conversation can be relevant to letting something go to make space for something else. Now there are considerations with this conversation. One, it's not black and white. Unfortunately, there is no clear, you should do this or you shouldn't do this. In fact, it would never take on that role. You are your greatest guide and judge. All this is information for you to look within yourself and figure out what resonates and be fucking honest. Be honest with whether or not you are holding on to something or someone that maybe at some point was serving your journey, but maybe isn't anymore. And we're going to get into that. So it's not black and white. There is no right answer. 
like, oh, you should just leave or, oh, you should just stay. It's, it could be some conversations that need to be had, some journaling, some reflecting, some meditating, some going, being out in nature. It's not black and white. There's no right answer. But if you connect with your intuition, and you let yourself be guided, you just might find that on the other side of an uncomfortable conversation or decision is the peace and the prosperity that you're looking for. Now, this conversation, as I mentioned, is not exclusive to something like, for me, I manifested a vehicle, a car. This also is relevant to someone that we're dating or we've been with for some period of time. Maybe it's a job, a career. Maybe it's a vice, drugs, alcohol, pornography, whatever the things are. Anything that we know is in our experience, our human experience, that is hindering the flow of energy. Right, going up and down our spinal column, that energy that keeps us all alive. When do we let go? When do I let go? How do I know when it's time to let go? Well, again, I don't think it's so black and white. But something to take, take into consideration is this. If we are holding on to something or someone and it's consistently something that is bringing us pain, it's very likely that we have developed a codependent relationship. And that in that codependency, there is some kind of need that we feel is being met through not walking away. I can't tell you what that is for you. I can tell you, however, that I have stayed inside of intimate relationships with someone that I knew was not someone that I was meant to be with. I really thought about the grand scheme of my life because it provided intimacy and connection and sexuality. And I really made it boil down to intimacy, like feeling that like connection that like, you know, butterflies, if you will. And there was the fear of abandonment or being not good enough. And I was validated in that through sticking around, even though I knew it wasn't serving me. But the payoff of sticking around in the short term is never going to be as great as the reward that we experience from letting go of something that is shitty, okay, good, even great to make space for something that is a fuck yes, that lights us up and it's like, oh yeah, clear, resonant, reverberating, vibrating, fuck yes. But again, it's, uh, it's not so black and white. And although one of the things that I like to live by more recently than ever is being able to say, hey, if it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no, that also is a little challenging sometimes to really stick to because sometimes it doesn't feel like a full fuck yes or fuck no. It's kind of like, I'm not really sure. And at least where I've been lately, if I'm not sure, it's probably not a fuck yes. Because I know what a fuck yes feels like. So I'm like, oh yeah, like fuck yeah. And our goal is to move out of this gray area. We either need to be a fuck yes or a fuck no, because it's that in between that is keeping us from experiencing the vitality, the felt experience of living, of life. And one of the things that we have to keep in mind is that we are not falling in love with potential versus falling in love with reality. Meaning, and I know 
and I'm not the only one who's ever done this, where you fall in love with the potential of who someone could be. In the beginning, it's great. And then they regress into old patterns and ways of being. I am also that person, by the way. I have absolutely synced in relationships. I own that. And that's my work to do. And it's mine and your work to do to be honest when we are falling in love with the potential of somebody and allowing that potential to justify not taking aligned actions with our highest potential. Because reality, in reality, I'm saying, hey, I love you. But then my actions of dismissing you, being distant with you, not making a point to communicate with you, or whatever, however I'm expressing or how you're expressing or how the other person's expressing, the actions aren't aligned. Now, that's not to say it's got to be perfect all the time because sometimes we just aren't our highest expression. We get dysregulated nervous systems. We're all walking around with shit tons of fucking trauma, unprocessed. So yes, there's a certain amount of understanding and compassion, and we can't coddle and be complacent with ourselves and or with other people, but especially with ourselves. And sometimes when we do fall in love with the potential of other people, we deny the reality. We deny the reality that person, place, or thing isn't serving or supporting us in the way that we really want and need it to. And our job is to own that and to communicate, hey, I, I really need more of this container. Here's what I really need. Does that work for you? No? Okay, maybe there's a conversation that needs to be had where we reconcile our differences about what's working and what's not working and make a decision. Maybe this container isn't the best for both of us. Now, I know that even in this conversation, this can be very triggering for some people because, again, it's not so black and white. Some of us are potentially, I'm going to go there for a second, you know, experiencing um, abusive and mistreated relationships. And as somebody who has been, I'll own it, whether it's physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, I've been both the victim and the victimizer. And I own that. Doesn't make it okay. But I've both been subject to and the subject of. And likely, you have too. The thing to be wary of here is to not get into the what was me. Because, well, I don't hate to say it, the victim consciousness never moved anybody towards their highest expression. And when we're willing to take ownership and say, hey, this shit ain't working, what am I going to do about it? Well, that's when we stop making our shit circumstances okay and not speaking up about it. And we start to take ownership of you know, ownership or own our shit. We own our shit and we go and fucking do something about it. Because we no longer give, take our power and give it away to person, places, or things that are ripping away our sovereignty, our highest, most adored expression. And it doesn't fucking matter what anyone else thinks. It's about what we think. Am I adoring the fuck out of the person that I see in the mirror, who I'm showing up as, or at least who I'm aspiring to be and doing my best to make gradual changes in that direction. It's, it's baby steps. But the thing I like to live by as a 
maxim, if you will, comes from my dear friend, Kayla Hans. She says, if it costs me my peace, it's too damn expensive. So if there's something in your life that is costing you your peace, this is the opportunity to call it out loud and proud, say, man, this shit ain't working. And see if it's the time to walk away. Now, there's the other side of this equation that's called, but when do I lean in? What do I, what about if I want to hold on? Well, there are probably an infinite number of things that we could focus on, but to keep it really simple, one is whether it's a job, person, place, thing, etc. First, we need to have an intention, a clear way of being, a clear why for why it is. We have to be honest and not delude ourselves, honest about why we want to continue moving forward in this container. We need to have a plan. How are we going to go about having this not be the way that it has been, which is not serving us, and actually move us forward? And once we have a plan, then it's taking consistent aligned action with that plan. Having check-ins. Hey, how did, how did I do this week? How do we do this week? I'm going to give the, the context of being an intimate relationship. If my intimate relationship isn't working and what I'm really needing is to have the felt experience of being loved. And one of the ways that I feel that love is through having regular, you know, a couple times a week check-ins, whether it's an in-person date or it's messaging whether it's a voice note or a video, whatever it is, that has me feel loved. And I haven't been getting that. If I want to set the intention for love, connection, intimacy, and that's missing, maybe I create a plan with my partner, my significant other, and say, hey, these are the things I'd really love to call forward. Why? Because I love you and I want to create with you. And in order to feel like this is a space and container I want to continue investing in, these are the, some of the things I really need. And then we go and we do that. We show up for the dates. We send the communications, et cetera. When it doesn't look that way, we call it out. Hey, we said we were going to commit. Does it work? Okay, we're not doing that. Okay, can we can we come back? Can we can we recommit? Can we can we try this again? And we keep again. This is a compassion piece because it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to happen right away all the time. Whether it's someone we're dating again, job or anything else, it takes patience and not being complacent, not turning a blind eye. Got to look at it. Got to look at our shit. And then. Once we've settled those things in place, essentially what that brings us to is an agreement. All parties who are involved, sometimes with ourselves, sometimes it's with other people, we have to have an agreement, an understanding, which is the byproduct of that intention of having that plan and taking consistent action. We have that agreement in place and we check in with it regularly because where our attention goes, our energy flows. And our attention should be going towards the thing that matters to us. If it matters to me to experience more love and intimacy, then that's what I'm going to focus on. For me, what was important to me was to have a vehicle that I actually enjoyed getting into. I was fucking driving somewhere and thinking that as a metaphor for life, I wanted to make sure that the vehicle that I'm moving through in life, the means that I'm getting from point A to point B is something that I enjoy getting. And it makes me smile. It doesn't drain me. It doesn't have me dread knowing, okay, well, it's time to go from where I am to where I'm going to go. Fuck. Is, is it going to get me there? Is it going to leak on me? fuck is it going to start? We don't want to do our life that way because that is the fast pass to getting to the end of our life and being like, man, I wish I would have been willing to have the difficult conversation in the moment 
that could have yielded the version of my life that in reflection, I could just have this deep inner reverberance of gratefulness. Not the wishy-washy, like, oh yeah, I'm grateful, whatever. I mean like the, the felt experience of fuck, I lived and I'm so, so, so grateful that I was a stand for that felt liveness. This is the opportunity that we all have. And I'm not speaking on any of this as if I'm the expert and I'm perfect in doing this. this is something I'm personally working on myself. And the more that I'm doing it, the more alignment, the more felt experience of living, the more peace that I have. I now get in my vehicle and I drive where I drive and I am excited. I have relationships with my friends and my family and my partner that lights me up. Is it easy all the time? Fuck no. Takes time, takes energy, takes money, takes all these things. Have them work well, but damn, it's worth it. So to bring this all together, I said in the beginning, it's not black and white. We're not always going to have a clear cut. Like, I know I need to let this person go, or I know I need to let this job go and move on. But likely if it's something that continues to be a recurring thought at the very least it needs to be addressed. Sometimes we need to lean in, stick around. Sometimes we need to let go. But I can promise you if you're willing to let some shit go that is no longer serving you, and maybe it's not letting go of that entire container altogether, like say a person, maybe it's letting go of our codependent tendencies or our obsessive needs to not address our needs and actually dealing with that shit, letting go of the belief that I'm not worthy of receiving love, letting go of the belief that I'm not worthy of asking for what I need. I'm not worthy of having a life that actually excites me. Maybe it's a belief we need to let go of. Shit. If we can let that go, we make a whole hell of a lot more space for everything else. All I'm trying to impress upon is that you're worth investing in because you're fucking important. And when you, when I am living a life that excites us, we reverberate that into the consciousness of the planet. The end of hate and war and the mental health struggles that we experience, the financial ineptitude and struggle that we so many of us are fighting through, we start to be at cost for our life. And it starts by being willing to let go of the shit that no longer serves us. So in the beginning, I asked you, what is one thing that maybe you've been needing to let go of? My hope is that this conversation, that you are going to lean in a little bit more into seeing you're really treating this, whether it's the one thing you brought here or there's something else you want to focus on, is treating this conversation as a, as a, as a call out. I'm calling you out. I'm calling myself out. Let's be a stand for more. So before you go on to do everything else in the world that you're doing and have another distraction, pick one thing. Pick one action that you're going to take on this thing that you are going to do. Call yourself out. What is one thing? Oh, I need to have, the, I need to have that conversation with my significant other and, and see, like, figure it out. 
Maybe the first action is to go and talk to somebody that you know, love, and care. Say, hey, there's something I'm thinking about. Can you help me come up with a plan? Help me come up with some actions that I can do. And remember, we can only make space for our fuck yes by letting go of and clearing out all of the shit, excuse me, all of the shit that's been blocking us from having it. Pick one action, talk to one person, plan your action, go and do it. And if you're feeling real courageous, shoot me a direct message on Instagram at follow the wolf, the E and the, the three, and let me know what you're working on. Cause I want to know. I love you. I'm proud of you. As always, continue to find, follow, and live your truth. It's all about creating this fuck yes. Love you big time. See you in the next one. Peace. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode supported and inspired your journey to greater healing and feeling fully alive. If you haven't already, please subscribe and share this with someone you love. And in case you forgot, you are dope, you are loved, and you are enough. Thank you for existing. Peace.